When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Drifter Sympathy on Feral Audio. Go to feralaudio.com and click Shop Amazon to shop through their Amazon portal. Proceeds support this and other Feral Audio podcasts. In 1965, the effect of the Beatles was inspiring these inception points of garagey invasionism in all sorts of far ends of the earth, Indonesia, or in this case, the Netherlands. This band, Q65, was kind of the best of the Dutch, brave up bohemian sound. And at the tail end of their career, one of the guys broke off and made one solo outsider record called Rain Man. Kind of stands up as one of those records that betrays this earnest Puritan streak. The sound of somebody just realizing the truth of the universe in one moment and then disappearing. Rain.
Pretty stunning. Keeping it strictly on the Dutch mystic tip. Like a dude in a cave that just wandered down and somebody handed him a guitar and he didn't even blink. He just delivered the message. Here's one more from Rain Man.
to Iceland one time I took great efforts to find the decent record store that was near my hotel walked in and bought two records the first one was a winner by Pelican 1973 Icelandic band
probably ended up feeling a little overconfident and kept digging and just came up with nothing. Everything I was finding was sounded very much like uh, old mentally disabled men kind of barking over an acoustic guitar, but in the worst possible way you can imagine that occurring. So I pull out this old Icelandic compilation called Peanuts, and like the last song on it, literally, uh, is, is, is called uh, Mr. Sadness by a band called Ike. And uh, I look up at the guy at the counter. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really, uh, I don't think I'm in the right section, but uh, this, this record has this, this song. It's like decent. And he looks down at me. He's like, oh, Mr. Sadness. Madness set me free. 
you know, if you want to like something, it, it, it's such a powerful ability that the, the brain has. You can pretty much uh, enjoy anything if you tell yourself you want to. And we're going to move on to Germany now. Here's a really pretty one from a band called Kran, who's a German krautrock era band that didn't get quite as famous as Can and the others. They kind of hinge slightly more into the funk territory, which is actually a really good thing in this case. is a little bit embarrassing uh you know you walk into a record store like i did in in berlin 
and convince yourself pretty quick you've you found some very special, weird Belgian bad finger style record. I mean, I don't think I spent much time convincing myself. I think I was just like balancing my coffee and grabbing some shit. Uh, unfortunately, Berlin is not the best place for someone like me to buy records because it's all techno. And if it's not, it's a lot of American stuff you can get pretty easily over here. But there was a few weird things that I'd never seen. So I grabbed one of them. This band called The T-Set. And... I apologize, but it's it's like a pretty... It's hard to get this chorus out of your head. It's called She Likes Weeds. Seems kind of like a Trogs vibe, but uh, I don't know. See what you think.
had to go to France at some point, and this is a French classic space art. I've always imagined this must be what the French bands like Air must have like been raised on in their cribs or something, but it's probably not true. This seems to be the classic production style as the 70s are closing and the 80s are opening up. This is a quintessential Euro-futurism. So, space art may have deserved more of an iconic stature. Who knows? Maybe you can find an old French man that will sit you down and tell you their whole story. I haven't. I've made a radical decision to stay in France. This is a band called Pulsar. This is like typical space rock, but it's really well executed. It's like derivative, but the zones they go into, especially in space rock, uh, real fans of that just wanted you to go to the zone and stay in the fucking zone, man. So, (laughs) that's what they're doing here.
to my astonishment, we are still remaining in France uh, because there is a suppressed legend that goes under the name of Laurence Venet. Her real name was Jacqueline Thibault. Her husband was a bass player in Magma, and she was essentially reduced to sort of a library composer at the studio she worked at, which was the super legendary French countryside studio that Elton John nicknamed the Honky Chateau when he was recording Goodbye Yellowbrick Road. They didn't have any isolation rooms, so Ken Scott, the legendary producer that did like Hunky Dory and Ziggy Stardust, had to build a big wooden box to put around his piano that Elton John had to basically live in and play so they could isolate the sound from the drums. The studio's legend is insane. Supposedly, Vincent Van Gogh was the original painter of the chateau, and he's buried nearby. But back to Jacqueline, who is kind of a, a tragic character because she everything went wrong. She was barely given any recording time. I think she got in a car accident and went into a coma when one of the great albums came out. I'm sure no one heard them. And then on top of all of that, her entire catalog gets released under a man's name, a pseudonym, because the producers didn't feel she was a marketable entity. So with all this in mind, here's Lawrence Vidae.
The story of the studio itself is fascinating. She took over in 74 as the director, and the owner, Michael Mania, couldn't afford to upkeep the studio over the years and killed himself in 1984. It closed in 1985. That's ironic because the albums that were made there, the list reads like uh, like its own Hall of Fame. The Grateful Dead were the first to start staying there. It was residential, and you could kind of relax as you worked. Eventually, records like Chris Bell's I Am The Cosmos, Pink Floyd's Obscure By Clouds, Bowie's Low and Pinups. Fleetwood Mac's Mirage, Nectar's Recycled, the list is kind of insane of all the stuff that was made there, but the most notorious and under the radar was always the Lawrence Vinay, so one more track from her.
So if you've made it this far, you get the ultimate reward. The thing that that will give you the clarity that you came for. And it's called Ragnarok. One of the great bands from Sweden. Never really meeting any acclaim that I know of at all. But lordy, lordy. Welcome to the Sound of Genius.
amazing that a band like Pink Floyd can be uttered with such reverence and be bathing in money, have people just spilling insane amounts of ink over their smallest efforts, while a band like Ragnarok would never be mentioned virtually anywhere, while their mastery of tension and ability to balance patiently forever seemingly going nowhere but developing super beautiful melodies that aren't obvious or never obvious I've barely ever heard a fusion band or a modern band maintain that amount of atmosphere that never dissipates There's something so radically unobnoxious about their music. It doesn't want anything from you. In that spirit, let's close out with one of their other great moments off their first record. Mm-hmm. 